0: Just got your asses whipped by a bunch of goddamn nerds.
1: Hey, sports fans! Welcome to Sports Nerds. Here are your hosts, Dr. Samuel J. and Dr. Brian Schrader. Um, everybody, it's very good to see you. Hey, Brian. I always say that as if we haven't been talking for the last 35 minutes. <laughs> we were just getting a deep conversation about Mighty Ducks. That's the original, right? It's the original. That, that happens in? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's on HBO, isn't it? Now, I feel like. So that's why we've been watching it a lot. Or on Hulu or something. I don't know. We're going to have to have our sports movie breakdown again one of these days. Like, wh- what, is, what, is, what are the greatest hockey movies? Oh. Slapshot. Young Blood. Yeah, I don't know what. Never seen that.
0: Really? What's Young Youngblood's a really young. Um, oh, fuck. What's that dude's name? He's in uh, Parks and Rec? Uh, Rob Lowe. Really young. Oh, Rob oh, Lowe. Patrick okay. Swayze. Patrick Keanu Swayze. Reeves is in it.
1: Did you just pull up all this information? No, no, no. I
0: just know it. You it's, just know from the top of your That note. movie's
1: stacked. I liked Mystery Alaska. Did you like that? Mystery Alaska is a good movie,
0: it is it's a good, a good movie. watch.
1: See, I guess there are some good hockey movies. There's What's the one with John, Cla- John claude Van Damme? It's now you just just and There's
0: no hockey movie.
1: No, I don't think he plays in. hockey. I think that the, uh, like, the main terrorist event is going to happen during
0: a Penguins game. John. Are you just thinking of that episode of The Office where they make Michael's movie? <laughs> no. Michael Scarn. Uh, no. Underrated episode of The Office, by the way. We've been watching a lot of The Office lately. Is, I got an email from Netflix the other day that was like, maybe you should watch The Office again. It's like, I watch The Office seven days a week. I don't need an email to remind, you to remind my me of Office. It's called Sudden Death, Brian.
1: And I remember there is a scene in which John, John Claude Van Dam does dress
0: as the goalie for the pit Did you Just call him John Claude Van Dam, not Sean. <laughs> My bad. Excuse me. I did. I Have you always I called did. him John Claude Van Damme?
1: No. Jean. Jean Claude. If
0: you called him John Claude Van Damme, he would probably sudden death you.
1: Oh, man. He's getting up there in the age these days. So
0: sudden death, 1995.
1: To all those listeners who we just made so happy <laughs> with our hockey movie talk, I mean, I think they've been, they've been thirsty for some sports nerds. Oh,
0: thirsty. This is something they need to do on um, how did this get made? The tagline for the movie is action goes into overtime. <laughs> where do you see that? Where's the tag? It's on the, it's on the, the poster. Oh, Holy shit! I am fully watching sudden death tonight after my kids go. It's there bed. we go. I'll uh, be matter. back. I'll be back with an update. Oh, I'll, I'll pay for it.
1: Is it available? On, like, look at, do you see the scene where Dude, he's getting there's in a, a fight with a novelization. What? Do you see the scene where he gets in a fight with the, with the mascot? Look at pictures. I'm in Wikipedia. Okay. Go to Google images. Oh man. Oh my goodness. This is is, amazing. So, uh, everybody get excited for that recap episode.
0: $5 million. Well, yeah.
1: It's Jean Claude Van Damme.
0: John old John, Johnny Claude Van Van Damme. Wow. Holy moly. Oh, it opened with that. So much $50 million in profit. Maybe it's good.
1: So much better than Steven Seagal. Gosh, the uh, the guy who likes to own plantations in Louisiana and have sex slaves.
0: Is he a Trumpy dude? Yeah, dude,
1: and he also got arrested for having sex slaves. So re- recently? Very recently, like within the last four to five years. Huh? Yeah. Remember, he, like he made himself a sheriff. Oh yeah, there he yeah. is
0: fighting the uh, fighting a mascot. <laughs> uh,
1: Amazing. Uh, Before we jump into the next 40 minutes of recapping what the hell has been going on since we last recorded, we do have a few spots left in our master's pool, and I'm going to try to get this show out, this episode out today. So if you're listening and you want to get in, message us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, and Brian and I will, one of us will get you the link, but I think we're keeping it to a minimum of 20 people, $10 buy-in. I think we're at 15 now. There's a bunch of people who haven't put their lineups in, but they've claimed a spot. So I think we have five more spots. Um, kept, it, kept it small. Are you, are you jazzed? I know we're going to talk about the Masters, but how excited are you for the
0: Masters, Brian? I, I'm, I'm both excited, and I texted you this. I, I wonder if it'll stick in November. I mean, the PTA season, is it technically over, or would it technically be over? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of guys kind of stopped playing even after the PGA champ. Well,
1: now I guess it's mixed up. What's what would be the last?
0: It's Go. almost the start of next year, right? Yeah, because yeah. they already played the Zozo Championship, which was the first event of the 2020 season. 2019, okay. 2020 season. Okay, they already played that. So I guess maybe they can't. I guess what I was going to say was, I sort of love it. I kind of, I'm really excited to see what the what the course looks like if it looks different than in the spring. Yeah, I don't know. I think yeah. could, I think it could be cool.
1: I'm guessing it's going to, I'm guessing it's going to play very similar, but I think it's going to look different in that you're not going to have the flowers. Um,
0: You'll have flowers, but not like the seasonal flowers. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll be a little bit. That's the problem is that, is that the Masters is so, so much kind of like, oh, spring's about to be here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, it's the end of the basketball tournament usually. Yeah, yeah. It's the end of the basketball tournament. You're kind of like, oh, maybe I should start going outside and you know, mowing my grass and that sort of stuff. So it's it's maybe I'm way off here and it'll, it'll never, ever move. But I kind of, I don't know. No, I no, no. I, it. no. I, like, I also very much like it as the last major of the year.
1: No, that's a really good point. I had thought
0: about the the traditional major. schedule is the two best, right? The two best majors, in my opinion, the Masters and the U.S. Open, and then the lesser two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you know, by the time you get in the summer, you're like, yeah didn't even I, made the PGA more interesting this year. I don't know. I wonder what will happen. It's probably going to go back to the way things were.
1: I, but who knows? Like, yeah, I don't know. Do you want? We can deep dive into the Masters now if you want. Well, I guess. Do you think? Let me. Let me. Loaded question. Has golf? Has the PGA succeeded in these last eight months? Has it made strides in terms of popularity? In your opinion, don't don't look at ratings and shit like that yeah. sports sports is a whole are down across the board because people want to be outside when they can but what do you think i mean you've watched a lot of golf we've talked a lot about golf over the last yeah. eight months do you think that popularity maybe has
0: increased or are we still kind of level i probably watched even more golf yeah because for a while it was the only show in town so i was watching pretty much it, you know any pga event that was on i was i was I was turning on. I don't know. It's hard to say. I I guess I really haven't talked to enough people to see if people are more into it or less into it. It'll be interesting to see. I I suspect that, that this master's gets some pretty good, pretty good ratings. The question is how do they do on a Sunday when they're up against the NFL, right? Mm -hmm. That's the reason why they may never ever move to, um, move to a, to the fall. One one among many reasons why they may never move to the fall. Hey, can I tell you something I read about the master's that I did not know? Oh, don't. Yeah. Go Two things. Yes. Yes. It's all about green jackets. If you win multiple masters, you don't get another jacket. Did you know that? Oh. You only get the one. Okay, that makes sense. And the second thing is they let you keep it for a year. Like you can take it home and you can show it to people or whatever. And then you have to give it back to them. And they keep it in your locker. Yeah. You're not allowed to have it.
1: Yeah. That's how a lot of this are
0: I read this story that in the last couple of years, multiple green jackets that were like rogue had popped up on websites and Augusta freaks out and like files legal injunctions against people trying to sell these things, claiming either that they're, they're stolen or that they're counterfeit. Like I didn't know that there was this bizarre subculture. I just assumed they were like, here, have another jacket. Yeah. You know, so I
1: wonder who, who's taking the jackets though? Like the,
0: it's, it's obviously the clubhouse kid, right? It was just, I don't know. The, these- the, the, the story that I read today was about a guy whose dad had won one in like the thirties or forties or something like that. Okay. Before I think they exercised like the strict control over it. And they just said, it just had never surfaced. It had been like passed down from yeah. father to son and cousins and whatever. It was just in closets. And then this guy decided to sell it. And then it, so it surfaced and they found out and then they tried to sue to get it back or whatever. That's but their weird. claim was like, you stole this. And he was like, it's, it was my grandpa's or something. You know, I was, I find it really interesting. Like the lore of the green jacket is a little, Crazier than, I, crazier than I thought. I wonder
1: if golf as a whole is becoming more popular than – like are we seeing a similar increase in popularity as we saw when Tiger was reigning or at, I guess at the beginning? Or is golf still that kind of boring game? The reason why I ask that is I, I guess the guys are beginning to look way more athletic and yeah, not like yeah. awkwardly athletic, but I feel like a Bryson or a Dustin – could probably excel uh, in college football, you know, or baseball or something like that. And maybe, and obviously money still comes into it and being able to afford all of this stuff. But I wonder if that's more attractive just to sports fans and younger kids, I guess, in general. Does your kid like watching it? Uh,
0: I can't say that he will watch it on TV, no. Probably a little too slow for him. Yeah. And <laughs> it's a good time to be into it because there's there's some controversial stuff going on. Bryson with the, the forty-eight inch driver. You know, there's real concern this weekend that he might show up and like drive the green on the first hole know, and that sort I of stuff. And I, I think people are gonna are gonna tune in for it. And I think that there's, you know, kind of a genuine division between some of these more traditional players with a more traditional outlook who think that, you know, Bryson's besmirching the good name of golf and these other dudes that are like, Well, I'm gonna try it too. He's a good dude too. Like if you hear interviews with him and everything
1: yeah. and he's approachable. He's he he's seems very like a nice dude
0: off the course, but I wonder if that translates to, to on the course, right? Like I, I gave this analogy to somebody uh, when I was playing off last weekend or the weekend before, that maybe he's like a Philip Rivers type, right? Where oh, Philip yeah, Rivers is famous yeah. for being a huge dick on the field. And he always said, I actually personally like this about Philip Rivers. He always said, I'm your best friend until the whistle blows yeah. and then the game starts and yeah. then I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're my my brother or my sister. I'm going to – you're my opponent. I'm going to kill you. And then as soon as the game's over, we're friends again. And I think Bryson DeChambeau has some of that going on, where he's like, when it's on, it's on. I'm going to you know, kill I'm, you. I'm not – I'm not I'm – not, I don't care if, if you're a competitor of mine. I don't care if you think it takes too long for me to putt. I don't care if you think I shouldn't march off the distance on this chip. I don't care if you are mad that I've called over the officials five times. I'm trying to fucking win and, you know, deal with it. So. I that's tough. We've talked about I, this before. I, I would rather hang out with a dude who's nice outside of competition than and and, and sort of a dick while he's competing yeah. than someone who's a jerk on outside. Of, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, you can respect that. Well, yeah, we yeah, talked
1: about this. We talked about this last year. Like the two least liked people on tour voted by their other players were Patrick Reed and Bubba Watson, which is <laughs> kind of crazy. People don't like Bubba. Oh. But I could see that though, right? I could kind of see him. He's a little what's the word fake, right? I think they're both kind of fake when you watch them play, <laughs> you know, there's not, I bet you could say the same thing about tiger. Well, I don't know. Maybe I get the sense that he's not an asshole off the course, the way that he was, you know, 10 years ago. Like there was yeah. that picture of him and Rory eating a sandwich, you know, like after they both missed the cut and just talking. Yeah. But I mean, he doesn't seem very nice <laughs> when you're inside the ropes at all. <laughs> like, yeah. That guy wants to destroy you. So, I'd like to see him do well. I think that's okay. Oh, yeah, for sure. 100%. 100%. I gotta gotta take a break and tell you this really quick because this just happened. So, I set my first off 15 minute phone call this morning with my father in law, walking him through setting up DraftKings so he could get in our master's (laughs) pool. Now, and then I taught him, like, here's how you download the app. He has apparently downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app.
0: Oh, oh no. He
1: goes (laughs) out of nowhere. I need some parlays. I need some blocks for college football. <laughs> like, this nowhere. is like
0: going to be an important historical moment when a year yeah. from now, your in-laws are living with you because your father-in-law has <laughs> yeah. like, blown uh, the uh, retirement dough on DraftKings. Everything
1: gone. Everything gone. He was, That's.
0: Funny, you know man. what, man, I would like to make fun of your father-in-law for that. But when you first invited me to DraftKings, I also downloaded that. Can you, can you get they should look, like
1: that in Michigan? You,
0: you can download it, but it doesn't work. Okay. It doesn't work. And that hasn't
1: changed. That won't change. Like, I thought for some reason you were telling me there yeah, was a vote.
0: We, we have a sports betting thing that's changing. It may, it, I, don't, I don't think it's changed yet, but it's supposed to. It passed already, but yeah. the legislature has to figure out how to implement it. I think I, pr- I probably talked about this in the podcast before. Like, where was I? Um, in, in I think I'm in, it was in Washington State where you can't even do like daily. Washington's data? Yeah, there's probably a few states. So I, but I was out there, and I was like, oh, i got to do my picks for DraftKings or whatever. And I tried to hit enter, and they were like, oh, based on your, you know, your location data, you can't do this because you're here. I Which remember I that. that. I remember that. that. Um, they
1: there obviously – but that was a year ago, right? That was like a year ago we were doing this. It could, could have been, so yeah, much, it could have been last year. So many things changed. And I know that we have a lot of folks who, who do gamble and our experts at gambling uh, actually I have a student uh, who, who started his own uh, podcast around it. So if you know, uh, um, I think uh, uh, let us know, because uh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Um, what else was I going to say? Sorry. Oh, I know what I was going to say in regards to this. Now that we're talking about gambling, the Dan, Dan taught me this. A lot of States are trying to create their own apps because DraftKings takes such a huge cut of your winnings. Mm. So states, like they're actually getting funded by the state government to create apps for gambling because it keeps more
0: uh, income uh, and tax revenue inside the state. It seems like you could do it lottery style, right? Yeah, true. Like doesn't we buy like a lottery ticket, half of it goes to national parks or state parks or something like that? Uh, Yeah, yeah. You could run run the exact same thing where the rake instead of going to to DraftKings could go to, you know, Mm -hmm. education or something. That'd be sweet.
1: As we close up our conversation about the Masters, who did you pick then? Who is who? Who are your picks? Do you remember?
0: Oh, you want the full slate? Yeah, let's get the what full. If, slate. What if people copy off me though? Well,
1: then I guess we'll have to split the shame old winnings. On, shame on them. Yeah, <laughs> I got to look too.
0: Where's this damn thing? I. Yeah, well, I guess people could. Uh, Price is right, me. I picked Tony Finau, mm-hmm. who's my most expensive player. Tommy Fleetwood, Max Homa, DJ, Justin Rose, and then just because I like him. No, I, I and then Matt Wolf was my last one. That's a good pick. That's a good Max pick. Max Homa was my like, I just like him. He's a good Twitter follow. I don't think... <laughs> No offense, Max. I'm not sure he has much of a chance. That, I shouldn't say that at all because he's the dude we're most likely to get on the podcast.
1: <laughs> well, if you want to join do you, the do show. you follow him
0: on Twitter? I Max don't. Soma. I don't. No. Um, I don't think he's doing it much anymore. Um, but for a while there, they were doing like a, like a roast my swing sort of thing. Okay. So people would, would post like videos and tag him. And this dude had 10,000 great one-liners about people's swings
1: that's awesome it wasn't just
0: like oh your swing sucks it was like really kind of complex you can go back and read them all they're fantastic
1: that's uh he seems like a a good guy i like that i like that let's uh i'll I'll tell you my picks then we can move on to college football because college football's on fire with covid so uh, (laughs) we'll get into that Uh, i went bryson uh morikawa jason day fitzpatrick uh charles schwartzel and Zach Johnson was my mm. sleeper. He always performs well at yeah. Masters. You have two people, though, that if they win it would be repeat champions, right? Uh, Johnson and has Jason?
0: Morikawa won, won the PGA.
1: Oh, oh you mean – oh, I got you. I thought you meant Masters repeats.
0: No, no, no. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. would be winning their second major this
1: year. Oh, no. Uh, Zach Johnson didn't win. No, but D. Shambo did and Morikawa Oh, Bryson did. did. You're right. No, you're right. I forgot about that. So anyhow, there's that. Um, as we move on to topic numero dos and we, Brian and I were talking, we promise to do this more often for you because our brains need it to talk to each other, to talk through these things. And I think you need it, people. We missed you. You had to let the sports catch up with us, you know? I know for sure. Um, actually, no, let's go world series, NBA finals recap real quick. What'd you think? I'm gonna say I'll begin. Props to the NBA for doing it right. That was impressive, that was amazing what they did. I mean, lack of COVID cases was just awesome. And I saw it, zero. zero. Um, coverage I thought was really good. Yeah. I mean, Obviously the setup felt weird. They weren't playing in an arena per se. But at the same time, I was excited to watch it. I thought – I mean, yeah. we all knew – no, we all knew, but it sure felt like the Lakers at the beginning of the season were going to win this thing. You know, it took them a while to kind of get off their feet and get going. But I, I've got no qualms with uh, the NBA season. I'm anxious to see what happens for next season. And the same way that I'm anxious to see what happens to, you know, college basketball as we move forward. But, you know, props to the Lakers. Um, it, had, it had been so long since the Lakers yeah. won a
0: title. So, I'm being facetious. Well, the the bubble model worked worked well, right? And then Major League Baseball steals it for for their postseason, which uh-huh. which seems to validate it as a a good a good method for sports. Unless you're you know, Justin if, Turner, yeah, that's, that's true. I suppose who who they came out and said he's not going to face any sort of discipline for posing in a picture with no face mask. I don't on think baseball disciplines anybody, Brian. <laughs> not their thing. <laughs> not for, no. not for yeah. actual stuff. Yeah. no i think you're right yeah no i I enjoyed it i thought um even the virtual fans were kind of cool at first it felt in in, in, the, in the nba bubble i mean at first it felt like a, a little black mirror to me you know yeah. like a weird yeah that's uh, yeah. sort of a bizarre feel to it um we i mean it, it feels like a million years ago but but you have to remember too that the that season it looked for a minute like it might like it might stop, right? Mm-hmm. Because we had this sort of Black Lives Matter protests going on, and then we had the internal meetings in the bubble about whether or not they wanted to continue to play. There were certain teams that, that kind of wanted um, to pull out. Uh, I, I I would consider it a legitimate championship, though. Uh, I think that there's there's issues with you know the viewership. That just it's it's sort of awesome that they got a season in. It's also weird that they didn't have that many viewers at the end of it. Um, and I just think that you know it was it was timing more than it was than it was anything else so
1: unlike any other sport there is a lack of parity i think in the playoffs with the nba like there are some bad fucking teams in the nba really bad and they didn't make the like they didn't even get into the bubble a lot of them you know they yeah. couldn't even get there so automatically i think the quality of play even though a lot of folks were just getting their legs back underneath them and kind of you know scrimmaging the quality of play was better once we got into the playoffs and I'm okay with that. You know, you're yeah. talking about expanding playoffs in a lot of leagues, but I was
0: fine with narrowing things down a little bit. I was totally. No, I think that's a good point. Someone pointed this out and I would give them credit, but I can't remember who it was on Twitter that, that made this point that if you do the math though, and think about how many days off the players on teams who didn't even go to the bubble will get, you know, a Steph Curry or a Clay Thompson or, whatever, versus uh, the Lakers who, who are in the finals, it's, it's a difference of like 200 days, right? Some teams are going to get 270-something days off before the start of the next season, and the Lakers are going to get like 60. Um, I wonder if there's a ripple effect. You know what I mean? Uh, particularly if you're thinking about a LeBron, who's a big guy, he's really athletic, and he's really physical, but he's also, he's also up in years. You have to assume at some point, though (laughs) myself and a lot of other people have been saying this for like 10 years, waiting for it to happen. It doesn't seem to happen, but his body might start breaking down, not getting a full, a full off season might be, might be an issue. So I don't know. We'll have to see if there's, if there's a ripple effect there. I
1: wonder to kind of go back to your comments about golf. If, and there are going to be things that change with this, but what if we were to stagger our sports seasons a little better? Because it was really fun to watch, you know, like the NBA playoffs in July and August you know, and have something really exciting to watch. Base, I mean, at that, time, at that time, usually we have the dog days of summer. We're, we're, you know, getting, we're waiting for baseball to get into the playoffs. We're talking NFL training camp, all of that. There isn't a lot going on. I'd be interested to see if anybody's willing to take that gamble to adjust their season just for viewership um, or whether we'll go back to normal. Because I don't know how many people sit inside and watch TV in July and
0: August, quite honestly. But in a similar vein, I wonder if you see something like a bubble um, in the NBA for future playoffs just for continuity and travel reasons, mm-hmm. right? Someone yeah. pointed out that there was a chance we were gonna get Miami LA for the NBA finals. And those, you know, everyone on those on those teams and on the the, the, the press people and the, the refs and everybody were gonna have to do LA to Miami every however many <laughs> days. How much nicer is it to hang out in the bubble? And, and I'll add to that. Rob Manford, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, came out already and said maybe neutral site for the World Series, like they did. Why not? I mean, we do it with the Super Bowl. I, mean, I hate it for the Super Bowl. Game. So I, I probably also hate it for uh for the NBA finals. But
1: but the super um, i it, it is one game, but they also get you know two weeks to be in that city. A lot of teams, yeah, you know, at yeah.
0: least you know 10 to 14 days to acquaint themselves. So I think I an know. interesting, more meta way to think about this is what are some things that we thought would never, ever change about sports that the COVID year is sort of saying, hey, look, maybe we can rethink uh, the, the, the back-and-forth format of – the traditional back-and-forth format, home-and-home home for NBA or for, for Major League Baseball. I, mean, I, think there's, I think there's something to it, particularly the NBA finals that takes the, – the playoffs already take forever because of that travel. I don't know how many days – I'm sure someone has written this up – how many days got cut off since we didn't have to have nine travel days built in? The World Series it was great. The World yeah, Series was awesome. It's very much uh, rapid fire and bang, bang. I kind of like it. I, I mean, wonder... I think it would suck if your team is in the World Series and you can't go watch them. I, I get that. Do you know how – okay, let's talk about the fan experience then because,
1: again, if we've learned one thing, it is that so much of the fan experience is dependent upon the size of your television and how good your Wi-Fi is. If you need to stop, putting can stop are good. You good? No, it's fine. Okay. But for 95% of people, more than that, you know, for, for 99% of sports fans who are watching an event, they don't, they're not at the event anyway. Right. Yeah, and so, yeah. you know, unless you're that diehard, who's going to spend $5,000 to go see the Dodgers in the world series, which is what it's going to cost anyway for a ticket. Like yeah. who fucking cares
0: in a lot of ways. Who cares? Well, I mean, one could argue that that's just a different problem that should be addressed also. <sighs> sure i mean but once we look low-key yeah. low brag now i saw the red sox play m- my my other favorite team the rockies in game four of a world world series and i wouldn't trade the experience for my life it was at a time when i didn't have all that much money and i had tickets to games like four four and seven i don't remember. You know, an I was, emotional connection i had a, i had a bunch of tickets anyways and i could have sold them you know and paid off a chunk of my student debt But instead, I was like, no, I'm going to this. So I don't know. I think while you're correct that it's not a thing that most people get to do in their lifetime, I I think making it less accessible is not necessarily the solution. I'm wondering if what it will change is not
1: being at the game itself, but being in that city in the same way that Super Bowl week is not – a week just for the people who are going to the Super Bowl so many people just travel to that site to spend the weekend party and I, I mean we study communications but in a lot of ways we're sociologists and we in just by by default and is it we're gonna be excited to go back to Coors or and watch baseball or is it we're excited about going to a place and being with people and you know around an event and I think the latter is really what's going to take off. I mean, it's you're going to see it probably not next year, but you know, in the two, three years down the road, music events, festivals, all of this. It's just the desire to be back around people more so than it is to be live there for that particular game. Unless you're a diehard like you and I are for our respective teams, but I mean, could be wrong. We'll see. I don't know. Like, we yeah, I mean, you're Trump right about house. this.
0: the The concern for the the smaller percentage of of fans who might get to see their, their team at home in a Super Bowl or a World Series or whatever it is, is probably less important than improving the quality fan experience for people watching it at home, which I think means condensing it, right? Getting rid yeah. of the travel days yeah. and streamlining it a little bit. Yeah, I dig it. And We're honestly... Just- probably means a better product on the field Mm -hmm. if these basketball players and 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 and, uh well not not true for football players but these basketball players and and uh uh, baseball players don't have to get on a plane and fly two thousand miles three or four times in a two-week span to play in a world series they're probably gonna play better i mean just put yourself
1: in those people's shoes if we had to go do that for work if we had to fly to i mean you do it all the time you go to debate tournaments or we go to conferences and it's fucking exhausting yeah you know (laughs) I mean, that's not just because we're drinking the entire time, but, you know. <laughs> but no, no. Yeah, it does. It totally sucks. So what'd you think about the World Series? Uh,
0: I mean, it was great. It was, yeah. you know, I, I was rooting for a game seven. Uh, really fun to see a, a team like Tampa Bay, um, you know, hold their own with <laughs> what's, what was their payroll? We decided $27 million. Not a lot. Like <laughs> not yeah. A lot. Cash wins uh, AL manager of the year. Totally well-deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean. It was, it was great. It was good. I know a lot of people don't lock, like the Dodgers. I've got good
1: friends who are diehard Dodgers fans. It's been a long time since they won a World Series, and they had a lot of heartbreak in those years. And I was okay to see it. I was glad that they won. I yeah. thought – I mean, you and I have talked about Kershaw on this show ad nauseum. He is the best pitcher that you and I will probably ever see in our lifetime. And he finally got us you know World Series ring. So And he, and he performed pretty well, <laughs> despite not being great in the playoffs. He was, he was good. He did. So – there's that. Well let's let's wrap things up Does here. it. Does oh, it count you, you, though? Oh yeah, good question. You know, you and I talked in July that it wouldn't count. And even unless in it September, was the Cubs or the Red Sox. Yeah. I feel I feel like if you're a Dodgers fan it counts. And you're not gonna and you don't care. You don't care what people say. I mean this if anything, we learned that the baseball season should
0: be shorter anyway. And it yeah. probably should be a
1: little bit shorter. If you're a
0: Dodger fan deep down, are you like holding it having a chip on your shoulder about it though? <sighs> I like you're like, you're yeah, we won, and and it counts too. Like I bet you yeah. they're defensive about it. I bet your Dodger fan friends you could very easily get under their skin and be like, yeah. oh, how was your you know sixty game season yeah. World Series, World fake Series little tournament, tournament that you guys won? That must have been that's <laughs> cute. You know what? It felt like a normal World Series because the timing was right. Yeah, but you know why it didn't feel like a good World Series or, or a real one? Is when they would put up everyone's stats for the year. Oh yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. During the thing, you're like, wait, what? You hit yeah. four home runs and you were hitting 187? Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, yeah. we're not even to the all-star break yet, man. <laughs> of, exactly. course, of course I have no stats.
1: Well, and there were so many – I mean, there were so many players that are perennial slow starters that just never took off. Like Corey Bellinger, not really great in April. <laughs> never has been, yeah, and he, and he never got hot he never but they had i mean his his defensive play was awesome, but
0: well, and like who you played was all weird as well it 's not just that it was yeah. a shortened season it's that you're playing you're playing different teams, like some teams fared very well in the reorganization, and others did not yeah that's a good point I mean not not to make it all about me, but the you know the the Red Sox had to play however many games it was against Tampa Bay and New York, and that was essentially where all of their losses came from and otherwise they played kind of okay baseball. I mean, not really,
1: but I mean, aside from the NFL to season, doesn't count. Okay. All right. I mean, I, (laughs) I haven't, I haven't concluded yet, but I think your argument is valid. It makes total sense. Baseball is aside from, you know, football, which has not really been affected at all. At least MLB, I'm assuming we'll go back to total normal aside from maybe playoffs starting in April, right? Like there's, there's no reason why baseball can't be outside. It'll be fine. Uh, whether or not there's a vaccine, so
0: well, some of the stuff is, is, is sticking, right? Is the
1: yeah, there's a vaccine, the DH but, or not. Oh, some of the stuff is sticking. Ooh, I don't know. Good question.
0: I don't know. That would be great, by the way. I and the totally expanded playoffs, way. I that that went back and forth. Okay, I think baseball oh, okay. would benefit. Major report says MLB playoffs. reportedly won't use DH in National League for 2021 season. Huh. What That's about the expanded bummer. playoffs? Are they yeah. going to keep that? Expanded playoffs. That's not in here.
1: Okay. All right, we got to wrap this up because I got to go get the kiddos. But we've got ten fifteen here. Um, college football. Uh, I don't know what you want to say about it. I. I. A good I place like to that. end. It's a. It's. I, I'm you not just, shocked by what's happening right now you can just at tell. all. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> For, it's. I have given so few shits about college football this year. It's crazy. I just don't. I don't care, and it's not because Iowa started zero two. I didn't care before that. Um, I didn't even watch the game last weekend. <laughs> they beat wow. up on Michigan. I was I went to play golf with my daughter. It was, I mean, it's talk, I, like it's just not. I, I feel yeah. fucking terrible for these kids. Like every one of these games getting canceled. Like I understand a lot of kids just wanted to play, and their parents wanted them to play. But yeah, yeah, man, they're just putting a product out there. Because that's what ESPN, the conferences want. It's just
0: yeah. awful, and it's it's got worse of an argument, a legitimacy problem than than MLB did. Yeah, just because yeah. some teams are going to end up the season with ten games, some are going to end up with five, some are going to end up with seven. I mean, yeah. who you played is going to be totally up in the air. Yeah, Wisconsin's um, going to go five yeah. and zero. Yeah, I mentioned maybe. you to this. I mentioned this to you earlier um, uh, in in the month that I think once again, if we've learned something from kind of the, the COVID change in college football, it's that it starts way too early that yeah. it really robs you of Saturdays when it's still nice outside and we should be outside playing golf or barbecuing or doing whatever. And really it's, it's too hot to be going to football mm-hmm. games anyways, that they really should push the start of that season. Um, you know, to the beginning of October, I think maybe, maybe even later than that, the middle of October. Oh, and if you want, I don't Perry. think there's anything wrong with it. And I'll, I'll say this too. It seems like a good moment to do what they did this year. Let's let's next year go back and just have everybody play your conference schedule, play eight game conference schedule, and then expand the playoffs. Um, and then and then you can take foot, uh, college football from this you know ridiculous shit show that we get every year when it's the ranking system and and, and whatever, and and we're fighting about who's the fifth team, the, the you know the first team out, the fifth team or whoever. And let's let's make this bad boy. A, a, a full playoff, right? Let's get the two best teams from the big 10, the two best teams from the SEC, however, it, however it breaks down and, and have that expanded playoff. Um, I think there's a lot of benefits to it. I think you don't get the huge break between the end of the season and, and the playoff. You can still have bowl games if you want to. I don't know. It's the most broken of sports, even though it's widely popular. And I think there's just so much room for improvement that people I think would get on board for. Well, I mean, if you want more parity in
1: college football, I think we're learning how you can do that. And it's exactly what you're saying. You don't have cupcakes the first two or three games. Like, you have to jump right into it. Clemson has to almost get beat, I think, by Boston College, right? Like, they had to – I mean, that was – that's because when you're a Power Five conference, even if you're at the bottom of that of that conference, you still have players that – are much better than a Louisiana and Lafayette, right? Or a, uh, a Georgia State or something like that. Like these are still four, three, four, five-star recruits <laughs> that are playing big-time football. So I'm 100% in agreement with that whatsoever. Um, I've always thought that those games that schools get paid to lose were so problematic yeah. anyway. And, and that was
0: where – that's where the domino started to fall this year too, right, Yeah, is that you had – you, the first move that you saw in football was, was conferences saying, if we play at all, we're only going to play inside of our own conference. And that's where those money games left, right? It yes. was, you know, Notre Dame was supposed to play Western Michigan. And as soon as Notre Dame was like, well, we're not, we're going to join the ACC and play their schedule, then Western Michigan's like, well, we can't have a season then. Yep. If we don't get two billion bucks to get our asses yes. kicked by Notre Dame on yes. NBC, then we're not going to make any fucking money. So we're out. You know what Isn't I mean? It's so fucked up. I mean,. But but again, but again, right? Like wh- okay, so if why is that good football? Who wants to see that anyways?
1: If we expand the playoff, okay? If you expand it to 16 teams, right? You shorten the regular season, you expand the playoff to 16, there will be spots for a Buffalo to get in there. An undefeated Buffalo or a UCF, right, or an yeah. SMU, that becomes very pop- possible. And in the same way that we see with the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament and Women's Tournament, you're going to see way more parity. You're going to see upsets. You're going to see these teams that are loaded but get no attention unless they get a beatdown by Alabama. But by the end of the season,
0: they're yeah. tuned up and ready to go. But it also means you can have a bad week, oh, which yeah. is the thing that college football does yes. not allow for now, right? Yeah. If you play in the Big Ten or if you play in the SEC and you lose, and you lose one game, then you're not in that top four conversation anymore. Then, Yeah, that's – and then all your seniors don't play in your bowl game. and it, it becomes, you know, just a waste of time. Maybe college football will learn something from this. I don't know that they will, but
1: I, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving this segment of our conversation very excited because I think we're both right about these things that could easily be fixed. It is just how do you convince the president of the Big Ten to give up the cut from television money from those first three games And instead put it on the back end when you have, you know, two, three, four big 10 teams in that 16 team playoff, because, and and how does profit sharing work there too? Like that, that's the other thing. The profits will have to be shared equally once we get into that 16 team playoff. It's not like, Oh, I can just take that cut because I own the big 10 network. That's not how it works. It
0: also opens up some interesting scheduling things that would never happen now. Like, if you only played an eight game conference schedule and that was your entire regular season, mm-hmm. you could, you could um, have a, a set rotating schedule for those first four games and then flex the last four oh. based on record. Yeah. Right. So instead yeah. of having the last week of the season where the second best team is playing a team that hasn't won a game yet mm-hmm. and the best team is playing the third best team, you could match those teams together and sort of have a hidden internal playoff mm-hmm. so that at the end of the season you know what I mean? Mhm. That makes total sense. You have meaningful games from week 4 on for sure, guaranteed. Do you think we get to a bowl season? Do you think we get to a playoff? Do
1: we even get there? I mean, there's no LSU Alabama this weekend. You can't really
0: bubble it, right?
1: No. No. With and these college I mean, kids Hey, remember they're student athletes, student first. That means they got to, <laughs> you know, they got to study, too, right? Like that's the thing. Like yeah. this is fucking showing uh, how much of a dumpster fire college campuses can be, you know, where yeah. kids are out screwing and partying and doing all this. I mean, if they are students first, first then teach them, then treat them like students first. Yeah. And I'm not optimistic. We also have to think about the
0: beginning of the NBA season, the beginning of the NHL season. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: college not, basketball, not to, not
0: to, we've, we've said COVID enough already on this podcast, but the public health people are coming out and saying it's April before you have wide distribution of a vaccine. Right. Maybe some people start getting it end of this month or, you know, December, January, but it's February, March, April. The logistics. Anyone who wants to go to the go to their pharmacy and get one can go get one. Let's not get excited
1: either. I mean, just read some smart people what they're saying about this. If this particular vaccine made by Pfizer is the one that takes off the logistics of getting that across the country are crazy. Did you see, like, it, it's got to be, like, negative 45 yeah. degrees yeah. to travel? You know how fucking hard that is, like, to find a
0: heated, or, sorry, a cooled trailer <laughs> cool. that stays that cool? I mean, obviously, they exist, but that's, that's a big deal. We were talking about this. My wife's a nurse, and then our, our neighbor was walking by, and we were talking about the same thing yesterday. Do they warm it up before they give it to you? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't want to scare anybody from getting a vaccine. You should definitely get it. But I don't want a negative 45 degree shot. Like that's going to hurt the worst brain freeze you've ever gotten. Right. Yeah. That's going to hurt real bad. I don't know. All right. My
1: good man, I got to close up shop, but um, we'll have to, this was a good conversation. I think we got some ideas uh, uh, up and running and, and we need this for our academic brains to do this more often. So, Sorry to our friends who weren't able to do the NCAA panel as well, but um, alas, I wonder how NCAA is going to go this year. If if you're going to get a lot of people to back out, or I don't know. Are you planning yeah. on attending? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Me <laughs> either. Right. I mean, what By the way, what's your university saying in terms of academic research this year? Like, like they don't care? Like you get a, a, a pass?
0: Um, that's a good question. <laughs>
1: I don't know that right now
0: we're in the middle yeah. of November. Yeah. Uh, I know sense. there was an internal conversation that was like, are you going to have exceptions, you know, travel and spending exceptions for people that are going up for tenure or people who are, you know, uh, going up for full people mm-hmm. who need to put stuff on their CV right, for, for right. this year. And it didn't sound like they were. Yeah. So
1: Metro ended up giving it more money for professional development than they had projected in March and April. But I also don't understand why. And I wonder if it was like a, I don't know. I don't want to be cynical, but is it, well, here's your $1,600, but we also know you can't
0: use it. <laughs> but next year, right? When you can use it. Yeah. We had, you, know, you got the option that's, last year. That's awesome. Uh, everyone gets a $20,000 travel budget. Um, but yes, yes. we have to approve your travel, and, and no you have to fly approved. everywhere. Yeah. You gotta... <laughs> no, you're not allowed to fly anywhere. No, no, yeah, they're no, making we'll you fly to Europe. Only international, <laughs> only
1: international <laughs> conferences. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right, pal. Um, thank you for chatting through this, and um, I'll keep you posted on how remote learning goes tomorrow. Yeah, I'm excited to hear. Yeah. All right, later, dude. See ya.
0: You just got your asses whipped by a bunch of goddamn nerds.